Hi, everybody. I'm Patrick McEnroe, and this is Holding Court. All right, time for another special edition, everyone, of Holding Court. And I told you from the start when we learned about the situation with Peng Shui in China that uh, I would stay on top of this story. I've been trying to do my homework to talk to and read from real experts in the field. And I am very lucky now to have Yashui Sao joined me this morning from Washington, D.C. She was born and raised in China. She writes for a website called China Change. And I came across you, Yashui, through through social media, which obviously is a big part of what's happened in this story with Peng Shui in China. So tell our tennis listeners just a little bit about yourself and what you've been doing in good old Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, since you left China. Hi, everyone. I'm very, very happy to have this opportunity to speak to an audience that I don't usually have an opportunity to speak to. So it's very nice. Thank you, Patrick. Um, I, uh, <coughs> uh, I, I founded and run the, China, uh, the website called ChinaChange.org. It's an English-language website that was launched in 2013. And we write and translate about uh, uh, human rights, civil society, and rule of law in China. So uh, by nature, we are advocacy group. Um, and uh, I uh, came to this country in 1991 studying literature mm-hmm. and studied my, uh, started my advocacy work around uh, the fall of 2011. I've been living in D.C. for uh, over 20 years. Uh, uh, I am proud of uh, Washingtonian. Yeah. Uh, now, that's enough b- about myself. Uh, the punctuate story, <clears throat> I didn't plan um, to write about it because uh, there has been such wide, thorough coverage. But, uh, but, uh, uh, until last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, it hit me that uh, uh, I have something to offer that a few others uh, do uh, in, um, in, this, uh, in the, uh, the fate. What has, what has happened to her and what will come, what we can expect. And drawn from my uh, wide experience, um, about the human rights conditions and what Chinese government does in a situation like this. And they have a playbook and mm-hmm. they have a fix. They go uh, without fail. Every time they do the same. So that's why I spent a few days doing my research, catching up with the Peng Shui story and wrote the piece, which I posted uh, yesterday, a very early morning. Uh, what weights push Well, it was a, a fascinating uh, story, and that got my attention, obviously, on uh, social media, Yashui. And, uh, you know, I know Peng Shui because when she first came to uh, America, when she was first starting out as a professional tennis player, she was a teenager. And I actually played team tennis with her um, here in the, in the New York era where I live. And she barely spoke English. She always had a big smile on her face. She was a hard worker. She ended up being obviously a great doubles player and a very good singles player, but just had such a joy about her life. So this issue 
in addition to obviously being a human rights issue and the politics and the economics of all that goes into it, to me, this is a personal story because I, I worry about her. Uh, I would see her over the last 15, 20 years at all the tournaments. She always had the biggest smile on her face. So it, it really touched me personally. Obviously, I think politically, it's, it's a much larger story. But I was so intrigued by your article, again, on China Change. Is it .com or .org? Dot org. Dot org. So I was intrigued by the, by the way you sort of described this playbook and actually what has actually happened since Peng Shui put out her first uh, post, which was on November 2nd. Give the listeners an idea of actually what really has happened to her in the last month. So she put out the post um, in the evening around 10 p.m. on November, uh, local time on November 2nd. It's a, it's a very disturbing piece to, to read. Yes. It's about a, a 1900 word mm-hmm. in, uh, characters in Chinese. It's in one unbroken paragraph. Uh, you, it's an it's a eruption of a, uh, tumultuous uh, emotions of a shame, anger, uh, a certain determination that she, uh, no matter what the consequences might be, she's going to put this out. Mm-hmm. There's a, she gave a, while the timeline with the, uh, about her relationship with the, uh, the uh, former wife, Premier um, Zhang Gaoli, uh, wasn't so, so clear. She, she, hard, she just used the ten, more than 10 years ago seven years ago, three years ago. So we didn't really have a very clear-cut timeline, which year, which month. But uh, uh, she did offer some details that we can infer pretty clearly uh, what had happened. Uh, what happened is that, uh, of course, it's a, a very distorted, uh, tormented uh, relationship for her. And uh, uh, she mentioned that over 10 years ago, that's, uh, uh, that's uh, when she was uh, uh, around five, uh, 25 years old right. in Tianjin, uh, Zhang Gaoli first uh, demanded to have sex with her. But it wasn't clear from account whether that uh, materialized. But uh, she did say seven years ago they had the sex. And then Zhang Gaoli went to Beijing, become uh, one of the seven members of the CCP Standing Committee, which is, uh, you know, the t- you can't be more top than that. Right. Than that. Um, <clears throat> so um, then he disappeared. She felt very, very hurt and used, uh, cheated. Um, and three years ago, after Zhang Gaoli retired, here is where the story gets interesting. Um, it's a, why it's assault. Why we in 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 our world, um, in our understanding of a, a relationship between a man and a woman, uh, why is a, it constitutes assault? Mm-hmm. Is that years ago when he approached her again, singled her out again, uh, first to, to quote to play tennis, and then he and his wife brought her to their home with. Her, uh, with his wife watching, uh, not watching the scene in the home, in the house, 
to, you know, make sure nobody's <laughs> knocking or uh, that sort of thing. And he brought her to a room, uh, again, demanding to have sex with her. She refused and refused the whole afternoon. She said that she cried. She said that she doesn't want it. And then they have dinner uh, mm. with, uh, with his wife present. After dinner, uh, she again refused and finally give in. Mm. So that's uh, it, it's not uh, what we consider consent, right? No, um, definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, he should have stopped right there. Um, but uh, uh, on October 30th, Apparently, uh, Peng Shui said, not my, not my, uh, uh inference. Uh, Peng Shui said that they had a big argument. Mm-hmm. She, did, uh, uh, she didn't, uh, uh, elaborate what the argument is, but if you carefully read her, uh, passage, this 19,000 word passage, uh, you kind of, uh, it kind of, uh, was, uh, it's clear that it's about, uh, uh, a, a proper, she wanted a proper, recognition of uh, of her relationship with him um she she apparently she hated to be his secret mistress right uh to uh, pretend nothing happened nothing is going on in front of the people uh, but uh, but uh, being his uh, secret uh, mistress on the other hand and uh, uh they had an argument and uh, Zhang Gaoli said well I will uh reach out uh, we will meet again or have appointment again uh, on uh, November 2nd. Uh, apparently during the speech, he uh, he kept denying. Uh, again, she didn't elaborate. I guess she, he was denying uh, about the nature, uh, denying the nature of the relationship, his responsibility, his role and it along that line. Uh, so, uh, but uh, at Around the noon on November second, he called and said that he had uh, he will have a, uh, he has other uh, engagements that he can't uh, she can't come. And in the evening, she posted this. So uh, apparently, she was just uh, um, she was angry. She was uh, uh, at the same time very ashamed of herself. Um, um, and uh, she wanted to get this out. She wants to uh, er- uh, erupture the, the whole uh, hypocrisy of it. Right. Yeah. It, it sounds like right out of the, you know, an, an abusive type of sexual abuse type relationship that, you know, we've heard a lot more of coming out in, the, in our country in the last 10, five years or so in the Me Too movement and so on. I was struck, um, and again, I'm speaking with Yashua Sao, and I'm work, still working on my pronunciation, Yashua, so I hope I'm getting it pretty close. Um, I appreciate you coming on and, and giving us your expertise. Again, chinachange.org is her uh, website where she speaks about these issues, uh, writes about them for years and years from a unique perspective. But I did read her post, you know, obviously the translation into English, and it was 
was heart wrenching, you know, not to mention the detail that went into it, the emotion, um, the facts, you know, as you said, some left out, but the, the general facts of the situation. And then when the WTA, the Women's Tennis Association, made their initial statement uh, that they wanted to know if she was okay, where she was, they'd been trying to reach out to her quietly for at least a week un until they put out their public statement. And then when you saw that first email that was supposedly from Peng Shui to the Women's Tennis Association, what did you think? Um, first of all, um, like I said in my post, it, uh, uh, it felt very, uh, uh, it's like a out, a straight out of uh, all I have, uh, over the years I have seen similar letters. Right. Uh, with the purpose of fending off international uh, attention. They all, uh, this email, uh, purportedly from Peng Shui to uh, Mr. Simon, right? Correct. Uh, reads, reads exactly uh, like uh, all those letters I have read before. <laughs> right. Uh, so that's the first uh, impression of mine. Secondly, on technical details, uh, frankly, it can be written by anyone. Right. Right. There's no telling uh, it's from a Peng Shui or it's a, a Peng Shui's uh, uh, true feeling because uh, we have uh, no means to um, uh, to have a Peng Shui speaking freely. Right. And uh, uh, going into the detail of this uh, uh, short paragraph, this email, it's... Uh, um, they, uh, what it says is, uh, it shows China's playbook, what China is, uh, uh, first, uh, it's a denial, there's a, in that email, there's a denial of these uh, sexual um, allegations. That's, that tells us uh, where China is going to go. And the secondly, it wants um, uh, WTA to stop. It uh, uh, emphatically says, uh, if you say anything about me on my, uh, on my behalf or concerning me, you need to get my consent. Mm. Uh, no, WTA can speak from uh, whatever uh, facts WTA gather and uh, uh, understands WTA is WTA. WTA uh, should and uh, speak out for uh, anyone that concerns, the, right? Right. So basically, it has a, a two. It has a denial, and it has a certain. Uh, it has an accusational tone that a, a WTO spoke about Peng Shui without her consent. Third, it's a warning: you can't talk about me anymore um, without my agreement. So that's the essence of uh, um, this uh, email. And what you write in your piece is, as you said, it's out of the playbook, which is a, a clear denial, then basically a warning and almost an attack from, from the Chinese officials saying, you know, you, you, you better stay away from this or else. So now it seems we've come, Yashui, to the or else, which is the WTA, really the first major organization that I know of, at least in the sporting world, that has said, we're done. We're not going to China anymore. So what happens now? That's, uh, that's the thing I'm, uh, uh, looking, uh, uh, I'm waiting to, to hear. Uh, just this morning, we heard uh, from a w uh, IOC, 
right. International Olympic Committee. Um, they said that they had a, uh, another meet, a, sec, a, video a second, call. a second call with her, which, by the way, the first one and the response they gave for that one was to me, a, a complete joke, you know, absolute yeah. joke saying that four ex athletes, I'm, I'm by the way, an ex athlete. I was representing the U S as a coach in the Olympics in 2004. So I consider myself a high level athlete, maybe not an Olympic athlete, but the idea that as, as uh, Richard pound said that these four ex athletes, we should trust their judgment because they were uh, competitors as athletes. I mean, it was completely nonsensical to listen to the interviews he's been given. I thought it was just a total joke. It is, and uh, and they know it, and they know uh, IOC is knowingly uh, acting as the CCP's mouthpiece. Mm. There's no question about it. The second the second call, I just before I get on the uh, podcast, I read the uh, the New York Times coverage of it. Very short. Um, it 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 says it uh, IOC says it prefers quiet diplomacy, which means not speaking out mm-hmm. to dress to publicly. What, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> you know? Right. Um, and uh, also it says person-centered, uh, which means uh, what it says is they want, just want to make sure uh, about her safety and the well-being. How can you make sure? So uh, what uh, I think China, uh, uh, the, the, the so-called second call came out um, uh, on the heel of a WTA's announcement. It's a, it, 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 it's a, it's, it's a direct reaction to WTA's announcement yesterday. Um, it shows that China really doesn't have a good tools right now. It has to rely on IOC mm. to be a mouthpiece to um, uh, insist that uh, uh, Peng Shui is uh, uh, sound and well. Um, so we, we have forgotten, uh, we will see what uh, uh, China does next. Uh, the thing is, uh, uh, the Winter Olympics um, are coming up, and uh, they will have... Uh, um, they, they, they will want to act carefully, but uh, uh, you know what? Uh, in the first two, uh, there are uh, in the first email to WTA, and there is a second, but that wasn't a re- uh, I guess that wasn't spread very far and wide because it was posted on Twitter by a so-called friend mm. of Peng uh, Shui in Chinese. The letter is in Chinese. So what I read from uh, uh, these two. Uh, emails, quote, uh, is that uh, China is really, really angry at the WTA. Uh, at WTA, uh, especially now, is definitely its main target of uh, venting out its uh, anger and uh, its uh, WTA is going to be attacked in one way or the other. Well, uh, there's no doubt that they're angry at the WTA. That's obvious. The Olympics is obviously a difficult uh, story as far as, you know, should there be a boycott? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm never, you know, as an athlete, I always find that that's, that's a tough 
uh, road to take for all the athletes that are sort of pawns in this larger game. But I have said, Yashua, that I believe that the ATP, which is the men's equivalent of tennis, the men's professional tour, should support the WTA and should immediately announce that they're pulling out of China. And they don't they don't have quite as many events in China as the women do, but they have significant events and there's been significant investment from China, um, the government and the Chinese Tennis Association into building, you know, big stadiums and so on. And this really all started when tennis became an Olympic sport and uh, and then China started to put a lot of resources into the game. But I've said and in fact, uh, you report on uh, that second video which just happened, Novak Djokovic, the number one tennis player in the world and the in men's tennis, just I saw uh, said in a press conference that he believes the ATP should stand side by side with the WTA. So to me, that means it's time for the ATP to say, you know what, we're not going to China anymore either. Do you think that will happen? I certainly hope so. They should. It should happen. It's uh, uh, especially WTA already briefly, briefly led the way. Um, I cannot see, uh, to use Mr. Simon's word, and my good conscience, right? How can they uh, ignore the issue uh, and go to China pretending nothing uh, has happened uh, to uh, one of uh, their greatest colleagues in China? Um, I want to add to your audience that uh, so far, we haven't heard from any Chinese professional uh, tennis players um, that's uh, um, that has uh, world rec- uh, recognition. Right. Uh, and, 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 and you said uh, that that's not going to happen. You said that there's no way you will hear from them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's not, we haven't heard and we will not hear from any of them because Again, from my years of work, this happens over and over again in the events like this. Uh, way before we, uh, we uh, the international um, response even occurred, Chinese government would have talked each one of them. I emphasize each one of them, mm. uh, warning them not to do this or else. Wow. Well, Yashui Sao, uh, this is riveting stuff, and I uh, appreciate you giving me. We've now gone over what I promised you. So, but will will you agree to stay in touch with me? Because I know my fans, our tennis fans, and others would love to continue to hear from you as this story continues to develop. So, I hope you'll be available to come back on. I again appreciate your knowledge and your willingness to share everything you know um, with with myself and with uh, tennis fans all over the world. You bet. You bet. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yashua Sao, everyone from ChinaChange.org here on Holding Court. Holding Court with Patrick McEnroe is powered by Mudhouse Media.